Hey, what's up, guys? Matt here with the Zero Clue Podcast, alongside our founder, Mr. Montana Duke, and regular contributor, Mr. Zeke Sanchez. Here we review TV series, debate our favorite pastimes, and come up with random nerd culture lists. So if you're new here, hit that subscribe button to keep up on our week-to-week kitchen table chats. Today, we celebrate the 10-year anniversary of The Dark Knight. Opening thoughts, guys. How are y'all doing? How's that? <laughs> Let's we're give you an good easy as, one. We're doing good as always. Just here another day. I know we're going to make this probably a little shorter than most of our normal episodes. I don't. I, I feel like 45 minutes is long for this talk, for just yeah. a Dark Knight Returns. I feel like that'd be a long talk. Yeah. I mean... I don't think there's much debate to have about it. Yeah. So no, we're just going to be standing around holding hands and saying how good this movie is. We're, yeah, it's a we're, great final, we're finally sitting down to have our circle jerk. We might actually have a positive conversation about something. <laughs> no, it's just because Taylor isn't here. I don't know. I'm here. <laughs> Taylor could be negative, but I was the first antagonist. <laughs> uh, no, after watching scenes, like I watched scenes the past two days of the Joker and Two-Face, like you forget how... I mean, scary those characters can be, even through a tiny phone. <laughs> so <laughs> goosebumps. It came out in what? 2007, 2008? 2008. 2008, it came out. Ten, so we had... Ten years ago. I remember... We just graduated. Yeah. It was my first summer back. What? That's us dating ourselves. Yeah. And making us feel older. All three of us had graduated high school the year prior. Wow. I think yeah, I saw exactly. it. Did we see it with you? I know I went with Tony. We saw it together. Yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we saw it together. We went back when um, Richard and they David and all of them worked at the theater. And we got in for free. Yeah. When that movie came out, that was a movie you saw multiple times in the theaters. You just didn't go see it once back. Okay, cool. I can wait till theaters. I can well, wait till it comes out on TV. And it was crazy because wasn't Dark Knight where they had that shooting in, Den- in Denver? Yeah, Colorado. Right, yep. During that yeah. Was, it was that movie. It yeah. was that movie. It's crazy. It was, yeah. So, it's a tenure so for, for those of y'all who don't know, during a screening of The, of Dark, the Dark Knight. In Aurora, Colorado? Aurora, in Aurora, yeah, Aurora. Colorado. Uh, there was an armed gunman. Like, he was fully decked out. A uh, terrible had, event happened. He we had don't like, need to go into depth on this. It's too negative and sad. Why do we need to go into that? There's a tragedy happened. I don't know. Well, we just thought of it. Uh, that was, that just made me think of it. It's just yeah, I know, but we don't go into it. Okay. Bunch of, yeah. Bunch of families died. It was like it was like, horrible. It was a terrible. There was thing. a shooting in a theater, and yeah. it was sucked. It's a dark day in theaters. I don't even think Christian Bale. I think he said that he hasn't watched the full Dark Knight because of that. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah. But he he did go. In an interview, he did uh, mention on it. I just remembered, like, yeah, I mean, I, going in to see that movie with y'all, like, I was wondering if that was going to affect, I guess, people going to see the movie, because, I mean, you yeah, never... it did affect a lot of people going to the movies, especially in that... With a great movie like that, and, and unfortunately, something bad like that to happen, I mean, that's one thing I thought was like, well, let's see if this, this theater's jam-packed. Well, there goes our positive conversation. Uh, that was my fault. Uh, Sorry, guys. So, all right, let, let's take it back. So, The Dark Knight turns ten years old, and honestly, it's a movie that aged really well. No, it's still one you can sit down today and 
there's no crazy graphics in it, so like the CGI is not super outdated and weird. Wonky. No, I think, I think the only one, the only thing was two was the was two face two face two face yeah, which looks great. Yeah, Christopher looks awesome. Nolan, well, he really went out of his way to build those sets to use machines to like use everything they could to make it as real as possible. Well, and they were smart about going the way they did with these movies because they made they didn't make any of the heroes or super villains actually superpowered because then they would had to add the, all that extra CGI and things like that. None of the yeah. villains were like you'd have to have Clayface and things like that. Like, yeah. All these stuff you actually use people that could just been people. But yeah, he made a more realistic, even a realistic from that world trilogy. Like the Scarecrow special effects were really good. Those were still really good. Oh, it was great. Like not over the top, but I mean, it's obviously animated. But but it, like it, it wasn't uh, too much. It didn't. They yeah. didn't overdo it. It wasn't too much. There we go. Um, so I think. The reason why we want to talk about this movie ten years later, because usually, you know, movies don't age well. I mean, look at Star Wars. The original three, right? Tell me how well that's aged. Now you go back and you can see all the missed kicks and mess-ups. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just unfortunately, it didn't age well, and that movie's like 40 years old. Yeah, it's still the one of the most iconic movies of all time. Uh-huh. And not saying it's a bad movie, it just didn't age well. No. But I really do think, looking back just in 10 years at Batman, at at The Dark Knight, sorry, at The Dark Knight, 10 years later, I don't think there's any complaints. No, you could, no. Put, you could put Dark Knight up against any movie now, and it... Still hold up it well. Still, it will still was, hold up very well. I was well. actually thinking the not same exact thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You put it out right now, it's still going to be one of the top movies coming yeah. out. And not just like... I, I think that's why Christopher Nolan kind of took the project, um, because he didn't make just like a comic book movie, but he made a movie movie. Like this movie is, it's deep a, enough an actual movie. It like has, has I don't know depth. how else to describe it. Um, I mean, it shows up on IMDb's top one hundred list. That's like my go to. That's my bible. Like that, IMDb says this is a real movie that belongs up there with The Godfather and The Godfather Two and. Jaws and Alien and all those movies. Watch I it. think there's some credence to that. You should watch it. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Zeke's list on IMDb would be much different. You throw Dread up there, and <laughs> we could do a whole episode on Zeke's taste in, in movies. You know what? Sorry, I gotta bash it a little bit. It wouldn't be <laughs> my point system's a little skewed. I'll work on that. All right. I like movies though. You don't. Good and bad. You don't have to be embarrassed, Zeke. We all have our own tastes. Don't let Montana give you too much crap about it. Let's talk about Dark Knight, though, and how amazing um, it was. There it well, is. The it thing is. that really sets the Dark Knight above everything else honestly comes from the main character. I think it's pretty safe to say he's the main character in that movie, right? Well, the Joker? Yeah. Well, I would even say one further. I mean, it was just... I'd say the cast in general. No, I mean, the, the it wasn't. It wasn't was just. Great. I mean, Heath Ledger does get a lot of credit, and it wasn't until I resaw a lot of clips from this movie that I realized. I mean, Two Face, the small screen time he got. Well, okay, is very underrated. Well, let's compare Batman Begins, right? Same oh. cast, but you have Liam Neeson and Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. Okay, this, good they, villain, they did but not, really good. not like. Center, it wasn't like 
screaming at you the whole way that he was the villain. And then we jump at number three. We have Bang. kind of Selena Kyle or Anne Hathaway. Yeah. She was she was a good character. Yeah, she wasn't really a villain or anything. Yeah. She was just kind of yeah, just, she was just there. Just and then we had uh, Bane, who was really good too. Really solid. Um, but but the thing that makes the Dark Knight stand above everything else was the one-time character performance of Heath Ledger as the Joker. It's yeah. the fact that he put so much into that movie. Like it may put, or may not have cost him his life. It might. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and unfortunately Heath Ledger is one of those actors. I mean, a method actor, he's going to live the role he's taking. Um oh, he took And unfortunately he he yeah, but yeah. There's not one point you see him in that movie and you don't think that's Joker. That's hands down. Like there's no Oh yeah, when I was watching it, I like, never saw Heath Ledger. No. Like I was like waiting for the Knight's Tale. I was waiting for <laughs> Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> yeah. Ten Things. Uh, Brokeback wasn't out yet. Was it? That was 2010. I never even watched it. I don't remember. But you know, you can't see him anyway. You don't see Heath Ledger. You saw the Joker. You saw the scariest fucking movie villain. His demeanor, his posture, his facial expressions. Every single thing was different about him in the movie mm-hmm. than his real self, and that's what sold the part, and that's what sold the movie, because you sit there and you watch, and you're just completely captivated. Yeah. You it, really are. It was awesome. Like, you know, Christian Bale was a cool Batman, right? But he has, but he has bat voice. It was bad. Uh, it was Alfred, bad. you know, like, every Not character has, like, good stuff and bad stuff. He was the good... Butler Alfred. He wasn't the good badass Alfred yeah. that we actually know and love. But, like, what I'm getting at is all these characters have something good with something kind of, you know, that you don't like about it. Not him, Except though. for the Joker. And that's really, again, it transcends being a comic book movie. No, I don't really think you can find many uh, movie aficionados that are going to say that it's Christopher bad. Nolan's trilogy is a comic book trilogy. Yeah. I, I think that they... they I mean, you can easily put it there, but you could also, yeah. You, well, like, yeah, you say... you could, it's, but, it's but, based but, off comic but, books. Yeah, yes. but, what makes, but what makes this trilogy where it's at is it's, yeah, I mean... Building more than it's a movie. just it's, being a comic book. It's an actual movie. movie. Like, you, you invest in the characters, you invest in the villains... Yeah. And, yeah, you actually are enthralled by the movie, not just in, entertained. Yeah. And that's yeah. the difference between that movie and, honestly, any other comic movie that comes out now. I'm yeah. entertained by them, but I'm not, like, just into it. In that yeah. movie, you were. But... And, and um... I mean, I just remember seeing that first scene. First scene in the movie with the, the, with the clown mask. They're robbing a bank. Um, oh, one of the best opening sequences to a movie. But yeah, I mean, I, I've seen the tone of the I've seen lists. I've seen lists where like that scene is up there with best openings ever in a movie. Um, I, I wouldn't even know what to compare it. And to. what else is on that list? Oh, I'm trying to. No, it's okay. Like, I yeah, I, I can't. Like, it's hard to think. I can't. Yeah, I can't think really. Kind of get up there, but then you have the way that it shows like the methodology of the Joker's thinking throughout the movie. Like, 
Like, hey, I have this huge pile of money. Let's burn it. Yeah. I'm just a dog chasing a car. I don't know what I'm going to do when I catch yeah. it. But I'm just going to chase it anyways. Yeah. Like, those kind of things that show that yeah. he's this joker that he doesn't really care. The only thing he, he needs wants is yeah, gunpowder, gasoline, chaos. and matches. Because like, they're cheap. Or ammo. Ammo, because they're cheap. Like, yeah. he's... Honestly, he's one of my favorite iterations of the Joker ever. I mean, he has to be because there's like, I mean, I'm, not, I'm talking about an animated and everything. Yeah, like he's honestly like one of the most like he's very honestly he's very original compared yeah. to a lot of the other Jokers. And I mean, you can also say too that you see pieces of. Jack's Joker and even the animated Mark Hamill Joker. You there's scenes where you I mean you can see maybe pieces of those Joker well, qualities in them. Of course, because yeah, from yeah, um, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, it's he made it his own, and this is why, unfortunately, anyone taking the mantle of Joker has a lot to live up. Has to. lot to live I up think to. That's why um, Jared Leto wasn't very well received. I thought he did an awesome job. But everyone's like, oh, he's it's, not Heath Ledger. It's hard. You yeah, can't compare Well, that's not Ledger. fair. That's not. You know, like, every version of Joker has been unique. And every live version of Joker has yeah. been really good. And um, very appropriate to the movie the tone they of the were movie. in. And the tone of the movie for the, how dark those movies were and stuff, he fit the tone of those. Yeah. Um, I think another good thing about this movie is, I mean, it more than one villain. Yeah. Which, unfortunately... With like, with the other Batman movies, let's say Batman Forever, you had two villains, and that's a good example of it not working out. Yeah, in well, your favor. Three villains. You three villains. Two vase. Uh, no, four. Bane, Poison Ivy, Two Face. No, 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 no. That was a uh, Batman and Robin. Oh, it was Batman and Robin. Yeah, Sorry. Forever was a uh, Two Face and Riddler. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, but it. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those were bad. But you got Two Face and Two Face and Joker, which Two Face, I mean, yeah, and you, they worked well together. And see what? Um, okay, I guess that's one thing I can knock on this movie for is it felt like sorry going. It, this does play into your two villain thing, Zeke. I promise. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, there's one thing about this movie is there was multiple points towards the end of the movie in the second half of the film where it felt like the film could have ended. But, oh, yeah. you know, we kept having to play these stories out and kept playing these stories out and kept playing these stories out. I think we talked about this even after we saw the movie was we thought it was going to end. Yeah. And we we uh, When did we think it was going to end? After... When the... After, after the joke... Hospital? After the hospital, or... Hospital was early on. When the Joker... That was midway through the movie. No. When he blew it up. Yeah. Wasn't that, like, just a little or was past it, midway? Or was point? it when the uh, the Joker was left upside down, and the cops were... Oh, yeah, there's... Maybe that, that was one. the part where and we thought it was going to end. And the Harvey Dent stuff. Yeah. Two-Face. Yeah, it was kind of like a, a log that... It could have ended there. Joker had already corrupted Two-Face, and yeah. they go into the third movie. Yeah, and... It, it felt like a natural end. But, you know, in that epilogue scene, like, yeah, cool. We played out the rest of the story. I get it. If I'm reading a comic book, I fully understand what's going on, and I'm down. But it just it had a weird feel in the movie. It wasn't bad. It just, you know... It didn't feel... I don't have, yeah. like... 
him and Catwoman's kind of like relationship progressing so quickly like he leaves the country and she's there kind of thing like yeah they had, they had a few holes you know in few? each of their movies yeah the Robin never <laughs> literally yeah. they throw his name up well that's him never well what oh in he's talking Rises? about the third one the third yeah. one yeah. I'm just talking about yeah plot holes that you throw up and then oh, yeah. never seen again yeah but I, it wasn't really plot holes like I know it was kind of ending. all this stuff was really laid out well and I don't know it just it felt like the movie was about to end and it kept going but hey you know that's like really splitting hairs because well and there are and there are plenty of there are a number of plot holes in this movie uh, I mean I've been reading articles all day today about these plot holes in ba- Dark Knight but it does what? but um, like what? I mean, like they're not being a webcam on, on top of the TV where they're talking to the Chinese guy. Well, yeah, what, okay, cool plot hole. Well, no, but I mean, pe- pe- no, but warriors. no, but people were saying. I mean, I mean, there are plot holes in this movie, but it doesn't take away. I mean, no, there's plot holes in a lot of. I mean, a lot of movies now have plot holes. You just gotta. There's very few things that really take away from this. Yeah, but I'm, there's so many good things in it that you don't. And you really even. Especially the first time watching through, you don't notice anything bad. You just enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. Like, I love the Harvey Dent character. I think he was great. I love the progression of him being, like, the super righteous, always on the side of good, and yeah. then just slowly, and then just corrupt. Well... And that complete switch in his brain. Well, I don't think he was... What I got from this movie was, I don't think Dent was as good as... Like, he wasn't all good, even no. in the beginning of the movie. And what I liked about this movie is, I mean, he kept his... I mean, people called him Two-Face when he was working his way up to get where he was. I mean, he had that nickname. It wasn't just given to him when he had he had the accident. Oh, I forgot about Which, Gary Oldman. Um, and Gary Oldman's in it. Um, but you see, I mean, these scenes with uh, Eckhart uh, developing before the accident... I mean, you can see oh, yeah. his split personality. Really yeah, good bet. Which he, he did end up studying in this movie, prepar- preparing for this movie. He did um, study a lot with split, split personalities. They, to probably, uh, they probably have a lot of footage from Harvey that they didn't use, don't you think? I would think so. I bet there was, because he was, he was a decent part of the movie, but there was not... Like, he's a quarter part of the movie, not... Yeah. Joker was like five-eighths. Of the movie, <laughs> five eighths and a quarter. Sorry, I'm trying to do no, it no, the math doesn't matter because they overlap <laughs> in a few things. Okay, yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar. Exactly. <laughs> My logic doesn't make sense, but I make it make sense. Um, smartest dumb person you ever meet. So, um, I mean, story, actors, action. Quotes. I mean, there are a lot of quotes that come out of this movie. It's such a quotable movie. I mean, you get. I mean, that split that Spider Man. Like going back to Spider Man uh, with great power come great, great responsibility. responsibility. In this movie, it's um, you either die. You, you either well, you either die the hero or you live, live long, long enough. enough to become the villain. Um, here we go. Or well, basically anything Heath Ledger says. Oh yeah. And um, why so serious? <laughs> you never start with the head. Do you want to wear against these or, scars? Yeah. yeah. Or like, <laughs> well, like he's like talking about like a knife. Like you know why? You know why I use a knife instead of a gun? Uh, I mean, yeah. It's too quick. Yeah. 
I probably I probably see a magic trick. It's yeah. <laughs> um, it's gone. <laughs> You're just like yeah. yes. Or uh, he has the grenades in his pocket when gambles. Gamble is uh, one of the gangsters is getting pretty pissed off about Joker tearing into him. So he's like, all right, let's let's end this freak. And he has a, a grenade in his uh, pocket. And he's oh, like, yeah. let's not blow things out of proportion. Yeah. <laughs> or out of let's not blow things. Uh, I forgot what he says, but he has he has his finger on a, a grenade to, uh, to just the pull really, trigger. He made the movie. We all know it. Yeah. Yeah. He made that movie what it is. That's why we're sitting here 10 years later talking about this yeah because i mean honestly i wouldn't really talk about batman begins 10 years later it's already passed it did i won't talk about uh the dark knight rises even though that was a really good movie i've probably seen that one more than the other two in this trilogy Mm, but it's just something about heath ledger he's i'm you know i've talked about it many times i'm a fan of villains yeah i love the villains Yep. We've, we've talked about how villains make a hero. Villains make the movie. Yep. If your villain's not yeah. believable, if they're flat, the movie's yeah. going to be boring. No matter how good all the supporting actors and the main actors are. If they're villains... Yeah, like, all the best movies... I don't want to draw it over to the MCU. But I'm going to for, like, half a second. The, all the best movies over there have the best... Like have have really good villains, fantastic villains. Like you know, Black Panther. You know, villain who's not a villain. Warmonger. Like come on, Warmonger was great. Or was Killmonger. 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 Not Warmonger. Sorry. Um, Black Panther, Winter Soldier. Like those were awesome. Harry Potter, Voldemort. Seriously, can't get a better bad guy than that. Uh, we, uh, we know there's plenty of y'all. Come on, Darth Vader. Vader. Fantastic know. villain. Uh, Hannibal Lecter. Like you can go on and on and on with all these bad guys that made movies. Because there are all these bad guys that you can... You see parallels with that you can buy into, but then you also you see the bad in them. And like there's all these things, and you, you're just like drawn in. And you're just like, that bad guy is awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to see him get defeated, but I want to see him put up a really good fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want him to be pushed over. No. Because he has to, they're there to push us, right? They don't have the rules, but I have all the rules. I can't kill you. Yeah. I won't kill you, Joker. Never. Yeah. I'm going to make you want to kill me. <laughs> and, you know, like, this, just that back and forth. I mean, yeah. they started that in, what, 1939, right? And we're still watching it and reading it in 2018. And we're still loving it. Yeah. <laughs> so... There's a reason why it yeah. carries through. Going back, you know, going back. Oh, I was just gonna say, and he just keeps evolving and evolving and evolving. So like, I'm excited. I, I can't wait for Jared Leto to reprise his role as Joker. I think that's gonna be cool. I think Joaquin Phoenix. I think that might be scary good too. This is yeah. We we just gotta take it as it is. We we just gotta go into these movies with an open mind. Yeah, and not. Compare. We can't compare. And if you see it after Zeke sees it, don't trust his judgments. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's the most important part. Okay. Yeah. You know, a- Anthony commented back about your taste in, in uh, movies. I think it summed it up in a very nice way. Would you like to? Uh, what? Uh, okay, so I yeah. asked Anthony. I was like... One of our friends. Big movie buff. He... Oh, I mean... 
how would you describe Zeke's taste in movie? He says, wide, varied, unique. He sees movies like he sees people. The best traits first. Fair so that's enough. a very nice way of, you know, rating Judge Dredd above a five. Yeah, close to a seven, which <laughs> is laughable. But I can see if you you go wholeheartedly and you only see the good things, you never really notice the bad. Yeah, you can judge well, these I mean... terrible movies as a higher. It was just action. It was just an action-packed movie. So was John Wick. John, John Wick. Wick was actually a seven. Eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the first time I showed you that movie, you just if I gave it a six and a half, how about that? Six and a half. I mean, six. It's like a little bit closer. <laughs> I mean, you thought it was six. Uh, I'll take your judgment as okay. Yeah, but back to Batman. <laughs> I don't tangent. Um, yeah, you were gonna say something. Yeah, no, going back to I mean, good villains. I mean, and this goes to Heath Ledger as an actor uh, pushing Christian Bale to be a better Batman in the inter- interrogation scene. Ledger told Christian Bell, "Hey, beat the crap out of me. In that, like, give it all you have." Which, if you compare that uh, that scene to like the fights with Bane in this in the third movie, there's no comparing. Yeah. Like, the, you, it looks more real in Dark Knight Rises because le- I mean, uh, Heath Ledger, I mean, he wanted the best product he could out of this movie and. He trusted he trusted Christian Bell to, of course, not to kill him, but to, <laughs> to make it to make it look as real as, as he could. And that's why I said earlier when we were talking about this that I would really like to see what would happen with the series if Ledger was still around. Like oh, yeah. it might not have been a trilogy. It could have been more. I know that Christian Nolan only wanted to do the trilogy and Christian Bell was kinda of backing out a little bit, but Heath Ledger, like you said, pushed him to be a better actor. Yeah. Him being around and put... If he was around and pushing these people, it could have been more. Uh, it could have been... Oh, yeah. I think it... It could have built I, the DC <laughs> universe. No, I don't think it was going to build into a universe. But I could have seen Joker being... In a different way, though. It <laughs> could have been. What could have been? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because... I don't. I don't honestly think we would have seen Tom Hardy as Bane. I think we probably would have still seen uh, Anne Hathaway come in, but the Joker you know, would the, have been in that movie. The third movie would have been completely. I mean, they. Well, Christopher Nolan and his brother have come out and said, "Yeah, we had to rewrite the entire movie." Well, and you you could have, and I think yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, Bane probably wouldn't have been in this movie, but you could have put Joker into this movie with Bane. And it, I think it would have worked. I mean, well, I think they would have gone more with what they were trying with Batfleck. Um, you know, kind of how in the Dark Knight he is, or in the Dark Knight Rises, um, Bruce is retired, essentially, and he's a recluse and blah blah blah. I think they were trending that direction with the Heath Ledger and mm-hmm. Two Face storyline because if you remember two Frank Miller's two part series. The, or in book one, it was the Joker and Two-Face. Yep. Y'all remember that? And that was a pretty damn good storyline. So I think um, they, they could have played 
into that storyline more. I don't know. No, I mean, it's all speculation. Exactly, and but... it could have been awesome. Oh yeah, and they I would mean, have built into it, and then yeah, you would have had the repeat villains, but then they would have brought someone new in, and it would get this really good complexity. But then you'd still have this awesome Heath Ledger Joker, like just yep, pushing, pushing everything, just messing with everything. Yeah, but I think even. It's a good thing it is a standalone series, but at the same time, it has made an unreachable benchmark for DC to get back to. Well, I don't think it's... Not that it's just for DC to get back to. Just any Batman movie ever created will hold up comparison to these. Yeah. The other ones, you don't really compare as much to these, but like if any, if Batman's in any of them, you're going to put it right next to these and back. It's not as good. Yeah. That Batman's not... That Joker can't hold up, like... You're yeah. going to always compare those two characters back and forth, back and forth. And it, it really is. It's going to be hard to yeah. please people from what they created because they created something that was so just good. that yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that going outside this trilogy, I think the next best Batman movie ha- would be Batman 89 with another movie with Joker and Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jack Nicholson was great. Yeah, Michael Keaton was great. Michael Keaton's the best part. Of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best yeah. Part of I mean, that um, was the best part. But you look at yeah. you look at what went into the, those movies, and unfortunately, what Joel Schumacher did. But we'll talk about that in another <laughs> time. Um, but that darker, um, that darker movie, oh, darker man. setting. That's what Batman is. Yeah, know what you are, and do it well, mm-hmm. like Heath Ledger did. You can make a timeless movie. Yeah, you know, un- like Star Wars will never be able to live up to its own hype, its own quality, because it folded into itself, whereas this trilogy kind of met its own challenge. Set the bar. It's the standard. It's the bar. But now everything they're creating is kind of falling back in on itself. It's not living up to the hype. It's... This is an all-time trilogy. It is. It'll... I would put this Batman trilogy up against... The Indiana Jones series, the Jaws series, the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, the Star Wars yeah. trilogy, Godfather, I'd put it up against. Because yeah. they had one bad one that really... Yeah, they had one bad well, Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> one really bad Godfather. If you're just yeah. putting one on one, Godfather one against Batman one... Mm. I'd probably go... Golly... And that one, I it's think a, I'd it's, go with say, Godfather. Say that's a tougher conversation than putting all three of them yeah. against all three of them. Then you can edge back. Godfather Two is my favorite of the Godfather. Well, we gotta wait what a year. I don't know when John Wick Three comes out, but that'll be another movie that when the John Wick Three comes out, it won't compare though. Well, <laughs> one was great, two was okay, and the third one we all know is gonna be garbage. What? It has Halle Berry in it. <laughs> it's not gonna be. You, 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 you Swordfisher. I'll, I'll hey, totally you know, watch it. Hey, I'll, I'm gonna give it a try, John Wick. I, I think oh, I, I, I think, think it, John, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, he's badass. But I mean, it's just it has potential. Well, I think it has potential. It's such up there. a good movie. It holds up stupid well. It's com- it, it can compete with any other movie ever. Yeah, I think. And I, there's a reason why we're talking about it ten years later. And in another ten years, we're probably just gonna watch. Oh it yeah, again. the movie's ageless. And we'll still be talking about it. I don't really know how many movies there are like that. So that's why we wanted to do a whole podcast episode of just like saying how good it is. <laughs> and we hope you 
agree, disagree, whatever you want. Just uh, if you disagree, you are wrong. I just need you to know. It's okay. You can have your own opinions, but you'll have wrong opinions. Yeah, that's but fine. But they're still yours. Mm-hmm. And just that's like what Zeke matters. has wrong opinions yeah. about most movies. Uh, this is America. You can have your opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can believe what you want to believe. It is your second and first amendment. You know, first amendment. Right to free speech. Free speech is the first amendment, bud. First amendment. The second is to bear arms. Like you said, we've been out. He's been out for ten years. So I was just going with you know bad opinions or wrong opinions. Uh huh. That's what it was. Misinformation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Anyways, closing thoughts. Well, that was a good talk about the what the richest prick with daddy issues there ever is. We didn't talk about Iron Man. That's not Iron Man. It's the Batman. Um, Alright. Who is not the best superhero of all time? That's a tease for next week. (laughs) But other than that, thank you for joining in. Zeke. If you're. If you haven't seen Dark Knight, go see it. But but everyone, but everyone's probably seen it. Yeah. Um. Except for if you're too young to have seen it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I guess you would have to... I don't even know if you haven't seen it where you would go. Probably Amazon? Amazon. Amazon, yeah. You get everything on the Amazon. Amazon it. Yeah. It's worth owning. It's one of the few movies I do own. Ignore that. There's not 300 movies in the house. Anyways, we want to end the night by saying thank you to all of our listeners. Your support is most definitely our encouragement to keep doing this. Again... Please subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. Come watch our progress on Instagram and Twitter. And catch Montana on Twitch. Sir Beardington 20. Which is a little bit of a hiatus because of school. I won't be on as much, but when I'm on, please come join in. (laughs) Well, we're the Clueless, and we want to say thank you. And come back and join us for next week where we discuss the best superhero of all time.